Welcome to the Calm Nights, Strong Days podcast. With over 30 years in the health and wellness industry, I've realized there's no one-size-fits-all solution for sleep and stress resilience. What affects one person's sleep and ability to handle stress is different for each of us. The stage of life you're in, work and home stressors, your DNA, genetics, upbringing, social life, and more all affect how your body handles stress and your quality of life. Join me as we explore a variety of tools, strategies, and solutions I've employed with clients over the years in solo episodes, as well as insightful interviews and experts. Together, we'll unravel more pieces of the puzzle, empowering you on your journey to calm nights and strong days. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode 43 of the Health KPI podcast. Today, we're diving into how health tracker data can actually shape supplement decisions. It can actually help you know what is and isn't working in your body. Um, I was actually messaging with somebody in my WHOOP Health KPI group. In WHOOP, there is a um, group that anybody can create their own group. So I've created one. The link for mine is in the show notes below. And this person was saying that they got such good feedback from their whoop on the supplements that they were taking that they stopped going to their holistic practitioner because they found that they were able to figure out things better on their own. I know for myself, going to practitioners for years and years and trying to figure out my gut issues. And and it, it was a struggle. And then I finally figured out that capsules were actually causing me that issue. And it was my health tracker that helped me with that because I had stopped all my supplements for... Uh, a day or two for, I don't even know what the reason was. Um, I think I was just kind of like, forget it. If these things aren't helping me, I'm going to stop or see what it does. And in those two days, my HRV just went up, shot up and my heart rate dropped. This is all things that I spoke about in the, in the um, episode, last episode in episode 42 about gut and sleep and how to track it on your tracker. And yeah, I checked my sleeping heart rate and it didn't drop late into my sleep when I stopped capsules. I'm like, whoa, this is huge information that I found out quickly because of my tracker that it was actually the supplements I was taking that was causing me issues. So when you understand how to read your tracker and you can really start figuring out what supplements are working for you and which one aren't, which saves you so much time and money, like so much time and money on taking things that aren't helping you. I mean, how often does somebody say, Hey, this sleep supplement is great. Take it. Or this really helped my, um, gut issues. Take this, this really helped my headaches. Take this. And, and the thing is, is that when we just what works for one person or do they even know that it worked as well as it did if they weren't tracking their stats did it really help your sleep uh this is actually cbd is one of these where the whoop 
um, actually has a journal with it. And you can track if you've taken CBD and what they're finding when people are saying that they have taken CBD is it's decreasing their sleep quality a little bit, not much. Um, but the thing is, is that yes, it calms you and it puts you into this state of relaxation where you may feel that you've gotten a better sleep, but your stats actually show different. And this is with them tracking like thousands and thousands of people, um, probably hundreds of thousands of people's data to find out actually about that. That um, So it's fascinating once you can really read the data the right way, which I'll show you today, um, that you can really start figuring out uh, which supplements are working and not working for you. So the thing is, is that with your practitioner is they are basing the supplement recommendations for you based off of sometimes testing that they've done, which their testing is phenomenal. Um, and it's absolutely amazing. Then they'll say, okay, these are some tests or symptoms that you're coming to them with. And they know based on all of their training and everything that these are the top supplements to help with that issue, that struggle, or with the results that came back. The thing though, is if we think of this like a GPS versus a map. So the practitioner is the map. If we're only following a map, we're following how to get like the best routes to take from point A to point B. But as soon as we add in the GPS, the GPS is going to tell us where the detours are. It's going to tell us where there's traffic stalling things at that moment. It's going to tell us where um, maybe it, it is actually going to take you less time to go this other route that looks longer, but it will take you less time to go that route than the shorter route. Whereas your map can't tell you those things. The map is telling you what it knows to be true as far as like the topography of the road of when the, the map was created. But without having that GPS, you take longer to get, to get to your destination. There's the traffic jams, there's detours. You may need more time to get there. Um, it may cost you more money with gas, wear and tear on your car, depends on the terrain that you're going through and everything. So if we think of it, the GPS actually does have a map in it, but it's going that one step further. So this is like taking that practitioner and taking all of their, their map of what's going on in your body, what supplements are the, the best options, the, the, the best choices for all of these things. And then you're adding that other layer with your tracker to tell them how that supplement is actually affecting your body. And so what, how do you know? So if we're looking into your sleep tracker, how do we know this? How do we know that something is or isn't helping. That's where we start looking at your stats, your deep sleep, your REM sleep. So we have to first know what the supplement is supposed to be helping to really see where we're going to get the bang for your buck, the benefits. Um, so 
first off, we would have a baseline. So before you would go to a practitioner, you would see what are your baseline numbers? Where is your HRV on a regular basis? If you're a female, what is your HRV based on each week of your cycle? Um, you're going to see what your heart rate curve usually looks like at night. What does it look like on a Monday? What does it look like, like your first day, if that's your first day of work? What does a heart rate curve look like on your first day off versus your last day off? You'll start to get to see these things and know these things. You'll know your sleep. What is your average deep, average REM? What is it on your day off? What is it on a work day? They might be different. Um, your latency, the time it takes you to fall asleep. So really understanding your baseline numbers. And then when you start taking a supplement, you'll start watching and seeing if there's changes. If it's a sleep supplement, then you start looking at the sleep stats. If it's a um, stress, something that's supposed to help your stress. So like vitamin Bs are supposed to help your stress. Is it helping? Are they really um, in increasing your tolerance to stress. Now, some of these things do take time. So you need to be patient with some of them. Like it could take certain supplements can take two weeks to a month for you to start seeing consistent increases in your improvements in some of your stats. Some of it might be very small and that's the thing where you can kind of deduce, do I really want to be on the supplement or not? So the supplement that your friend said, for deep sleep might give you 5% more sleep a night, which might be huge, but depending on the cost or how easy it is to take that supplement, is it a huge horse pill? Is it something that you have to take like two or three times a day? Is it something you keep forgetting and is it worth it? So you can kind of figure out, is this really worth it for the amount of change that it does make on my my sleep or on my HRV stress tolerance or on my heart rate curve at night. Now, when you're doing this as well, when you're noting this, don't add more than one supplement at a time. Because if you do, and let's say your stats decrease, you don't know which of the supplements is decreasing it. If it increases, you don't know which, and you might always take both of those when it was actually only one of those that was increasing your stats. And if you do start getting a like a negative reaction or like negative stats, negative data on it, you might start realizing that, or you might have to then take both of them out, clear your body, get back to your baseline and then add in one. And then a week or two later, add in the other. So you're going to waste time and money or time anyways, if you don't just add one at a time. So it is really good to add one at a time, preferably a week apart and um, see how it does from there. Now, what makes our response to supplements so different from one person to another? Genetics can play a part in it, metabolism, pre-existing health conditions. So for me, magnesium is one that affects me. It does not affect most people the way it affects me. Um, magnesium, even the mildest form by glycinate that should not at all affect your gut affects my gut. It makes me rush to the washer. And after speaking with my practitioner about this, she was like, ah, oh, that could be something in your mitochondria. Let's dive into that. And we're going to start looking into it. So 
you might have some sort of pre-existing health condition that a supplement is actually affecting your stats. And if you are working with a practitioner, you can go to them with your stats and say, hey, I'm taking this and this is what I'm seeing. It will give them some good data on maybe what else is going on that they weren't even aware of. And so what works for one person definitely may not work for another. And so that's where being cautious of what your colleague, your friend, your family swears by, it may not work the same as you. It may work great or even better for you, but you don't know unless you're tracking it, unless you're actually collecting the data. And the thing too is to keep note of as well that some of these might worsen your sleep. Um, and that's where this individual that I was speaking of at first, one of the supplements that their naturopath had suggested actually made their sleep stats worse. And they're like, well, that's not good. This was actually supposed to be helping. So they stopped it. And that is where tracking that data can help. As I said, with me, there's magnesium. Um, but other things all the time, it happens all the time. I am that person where I will get the side effects that don't affect other people. And it is really important for somebody who this does experience, who experiences this to really make sure that when you are taking supplements that your practitioner is recommending for you or that you're just taking on your own, that you really do make sure that they're benefiting you and not having that negative impact. Now, that being said, there definitely are times where a supplement will drop your stats. Um, there's certain gut, uh, gut supplements. So if we think about your gut, when we're starting to work on your gut, there's different strategies and some of them are soothing and calming and healing. Some of them do need to actually go in and attack some of this bad bacteria or put it at base so that it'll go back to the right spot in your gut that it needs to go because maybe it's crept out of where it's supposed to be and wreaking havoc in other areas and we need to put it back at bay. So some of those supplements may actually affect your heart rate curve at night. Uh, it might affect, you might find that they actually stress you out at the start and so that is where if you are working with a practitioner, you can ask them, should this affect my HRV at the start? Should this affect my digestion? Like, will I see some negative effects first before the positive effects start kicking in? You can always ask them that as well, because it's really important to make sure that you're aware of that, because some of them will stress your body at the start. They will tax your body, um, detoxing your body. When you're detoxing and trying to get out, you know, um, heavy metals, I can't think of any in the moment. I know one starts with an M. I know there's aluminum and lead. And what is the big one that starts with an M? Mercury. When you're trying to get those out of your body and you're detoxing those, even when it's a very like gentle detox, when you're getting mold out of your body, it may increase the stress of uh, your stress markers on your health data. It may affect your HRV. So just take note of that as well as to what you are doing and 
Um, if you are wreaking havoc on your body, then that will show in your stats. And sometimes that's good. Just making sure, okay, how long will this affect it like this until I should start seeing more of the positive results. And the thing though, is, is really imagining your health data as these individual puzzle pieces that when you put them all together, they form this picture of your health. So each data point is like this unique piece and by tracking and analyzing them, you're starting to uncover these patterns and these connections that might've otherwise remained hidden. So it actually allows you to solve this puzzle with the eyes and the knowledge of the map of your practitioner, and then your observations of how you are feeling from them as well as the data of your health tracker can really help you solve that puzzle much easier. And that's where going back to your holistic practitioner armed with this data can play like this huge part in finding the right supplements for you. And, and if you are reacting in a negative way, as I said, that can give them feedback on some underlying struggles that are happening that they, they need to dive into. So just because a supplement that a practitioner is giving you is not giving you the stat, it's not helping your sleep stats or it's not helping your HRV tolerance. Um, it's important to understand from that, that, it may be because of what the supplement's doing, or it, it maybe go back to that naturopath and let them know, or that pra functional practitioner, let them know and let them know what the data is telling you, and they can make adjustments accordingly. They know all of the supplements. They know what may be causing you to have crazy dreams from the supplement that they gave, and then they can give you an alternative. They may know what is causing that dip in your deep sleep or your REM or your HRV. And they will have a better idea as well of which supplement to try next so that you're not just stopping that one and then going to the shelf in um, a health food store and going, hmm, okay, which one should I try next? They will be able to give you a educated, um, informative option instead of guessing on that. So the thing though, is when do you go to health practitioner and when do you rely on the information yourself? And that really does depend on what's going on. Um, there's certain things where you may be able to, like, if it's just sleep routines and improving your sleep, you, I'm hesitating on saying this. So I need to be cautious on what I'm saying because I am not prescribing anything to you. You are not a client of mine. I have not gone through your health history, your diagnosis. I'm not a doctor. I'm not prescribing or diagnosing you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to handle this right now. Is I'm going to give you an example of clients that we've worked with and when the practitioner came in because there's different things for different people. So. When I'm working with somebody who they're coming to me and I'm seeing that there's hormonal issues going on, I'm seeing that there's gut issues going on. And 
But I also, through talking to them, I'm understanding a lot of their stressors that are happening. And I, and I know that they have not done anything yet to make sure that their stress nerve is not overpowering their resting nerve. And when your stress nerve overpowers your resting nerve, every single stress that is around you or the more and more stressors hit you harder and faster, you switch into a stress state faster for smaller things. And you start living in this stress state that if you haven't learned how to manage that, then a practitioner that's going to help with your hormones or dive really deep into gut. I'm able to do like, I'm able to get like stomach acids and do like the basics for gut as far as where I'm at. But if for somebody like really deep, deep, deep gut issues, um, parasites, all kinds of stuff, then that would be a pr- practitioner doing testing. The thing is though, as we discussed in the last episode, when we we're talking about gut, Every single time that your stress system kicks in, your 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 gut decrease it slows down its digestive abilities. It starts decreasing in its abilities. So if somebody's trying to work on your gut, but you haven't tackled the nervous system and you haven't tackled um, really gotten a really good grasp and understanding of managing the stressors in your life. Um, making sure that your sleep and sleep habits are really good, that that you're doing the right things for sleep, that you've covered all the base foundations. I know I said this in a couple of podcasts ago too, that if we don't have those base foundations, it's like a skyscraper. That those base foundations, if you don't have those, then you can't build a solid skyscraper that is going to be as strong at the top as it is at the bottom. So if you start going to a practitioner that specializes in hormones or somebody that specializes in gut, but you don't have that base foundation of understanding your stressors, being able to control your stress system, and you're constantly firing in and out of a stressed state, if you don't have the base foundations of sleep, if you don't have the base understanding of how to even nutritionally support your stress system from the base foundational points of view. If you don't have all of these base foundations of stress down, then your body is constantly going to be kicking into a stress state and they can only do so much with you because if your gut keeps slowing down, it's like they are taking a step forward and two steps back. If they're giving you supplementation, but you're not doing anything to be getting yourself out of that stress state, they can't make progress and you're not going to see really good results in your tracker data. So when you go to a practitioner, the majority of the people that I work with, I in the program that I was doing with first responders, I actually had a practitioner in that program, but they did not start working with them until we had all of these base foundations, all of the things that I teach. So we had them, they had a really good grasp and handle on their stress system, unless there's a couple of caveats. One is when their anxiety is so through the roof 
or their depression is at such a degree or their nervous system is firing at such a pace that they are constantly on high alert, never able to relax, never able to slow down, never able to get into that resting state, then they may need some supplemental support or prescription. That is where even antidepressants and anxieties would come in in order to give them that relief, that bandwidth in order to then start doing the work and implementing the strategies for the solid foundation and base so that then the practitioner can get them off of the prescriptions as we are, or the holistic supplements, because there are, I we did find with first responders that there were holistic supplements, not where they didn't need the anti-anxiety meds. Um, that were able to bring their anxiety down or help with the depression enough that they didn't even need the prescriptions, um, except for one complex PTSD case that I, I have worked with in the past. Um, they, they did need the depressants, antidepressants. So it really depends on that aspect of with people. Um, and if there's something glaring, if somebody comes to me and there's like this really glaring health struggle, um, that I'm like, oh yeah, you really need that help and support. Even still, like I have a client that as soon as I met them, I'm like, oh, they need, need a practitioner for, um, something really deep with their hormones. Like they, they needed it. This has been something that I'm like, wow, this has been plaguing you for like almost all your life. And we need to get into that. But that person first would never have made headway with that practitioner still, even though it's glaring at me that yes, that practitioner is who you need to eventually go to until we got them to start controlling their stress system. So when you go to a, the first strategy is not even necessarily supplements. Supplements would be the first strategy for somebody who has like hyper anxiety, has really deep, deep depression. Then yes, I would say that a supplementation would be our first go-to. And then we would start working on the base foundations, making sure that they do have all of the strategies that they can implement, already implemented for sleep, that they have all the strategies implemented for stress, for resiliency, for their focus. Um, for getting in and out of that stress system. And then, and with that too, there are certain supplementations that um, I do have my clients take to be able to balance, but it, it's it's case by case it's, as well. Me getting their health history form, getting them to fill out, you know, going through like a two hour intake to really make sure that I understand their health history and where everything's at with them. Um, and working on certain strategies. And then we start adding in certain supplementations. Um, simple things, just even such as electrolytes and stuff. So it's, we start working on those base foundations and only then, only after then, will I start bringing in the practitioners to go to that next step only for those who need it. There are clients that I've worked with where at the start, I was like, oh, they're gonna need a practitioner for their gut. 
But after we got their these base foundational tools in place, their gut improved. And we were able to get their stomach acids up and get their gut lining healed enough that their like big IBS symptoms went away, right? Like it's just, it's phenomenal to see. So when we're talking about supplements here, I do want you to understand that just going and randomly taking supplements is not the thing as well. If you are taking supplements from a practitioner um, and you're finding that it's not helping your stats, I would ask first, have you implemented all the base foundational tools? Is that skyscraper of yours? Is that that base solid? Have you plugged up all of those holes? Because you may be with the best practitioner possible for hormones. You may be with the best practitioner for gut. You may be with the best practitioner for whatever it is that you need that is going on, but you may be struggling with them because you don't have all these other holes plugged first. So that's where I would always start. And, um, and really just make sure that you're not just randomly throwing in supplements just because somebody said you should, there should be a reason. And it should be that you're based on your data at some point. Yes, objectively, you could be saying, I'm waking up absolutely exhausted every single morning, but we should then also look at the data of your health tracker and look at it and say, okay, so you're waking up thoroughly exhausted, maybe feeling disoriented or hungover in the morning, not like your batteries recharge. Let's look at your data. What is your deep like? What is your REM like? What is your latency of falling asleep like? How many times do you fall? Do you wake up at night? And that will all start helping us see and determine what support you need. Is it a supplement? It may or may not be, right? It may be something else. There are so many different tools once we start diving into this data to really start seeing. So just because your sleep is off doesn't mean you go and take a sleep supplement, right? Just because your HRV is tanking I don't even know what you guys would take because there's so many different things for your HRV. We'd have to dive into even what it is. But if you have a suspicion, it's not like a supplement's not just going to fix that. Um, it may complement it, right? So you may have heard me speak of in past episodes about magnesium on how every time your stress system kicks out, magnesium is released into your, into your bloodstream. So people who are high stress are often depleted in magnesium. So we may add magnesium there's certain strains based on what is going on in your body would based on what type of strain a citrate a biglycinate um, a three and eight like what strain would you be taking based on what type of stressors what's going on what are your symptoms what is your data telling you as well so it's not even that simple if that makes sense so i guess i would caution anybody who's just going to randomly go and take supplements um, but you are definitely in control. That health tracker is going to act like a compass and let you know what direction you're going when you are taking supplements or when you're implementing anything for your sleep, for your stress, for your, your resilience, your focus, energy, drive, performance, all of these things. And it is really important to 
know how to read the data, but understand also if your supplements are working for you, if they're not working for you and where you are making the progress. All right. Hopefully that does help you understand if you are taking supplements, how to know if they're working or not by watching your sleep, sleep data, watching your HRV, um, understanding what is worth the money on spending on it, what isn't, um, but still dive into why you're taking the supplement, how it's supposed to help you and start watching that data. But it really is the, the data honestly is just helps me excel so much with clients and um, once you start really watching your data more and seeing how it ebbs and flows with what strategies you're implementing, you'll really know when you are on the right track and when you're not. All right. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode valuable, um, please make sure to like and subscribe to the Health KPI podcast. It will help you stay up to date on our latest contact, but it'll also help other people be shown our podcast. So I would really appreciate that. If you would like to work with me, you can go into the show notes and book a call in order to have a chat with me first on what's going on to see if where my area of expertise is right for you. And if we are a good fit for one another, and then we can go from there. If you are considering in investing in a whoop or an aura ring, I have um, the friends and family code that everybody who has one has. My friends and family code are in the show notes. So definitely click on the link and get yourself a savings if you're going to purchase one. And I do also have a whoop group. Uh, if you do have a whoop band, my code to join the group is also in the show notes. Remember that your health is in your hands. If you have the right tools and guidance to get there, You'll get there faster when you're collecting the right data, know how to read the data. You'll get there more efficiently and you will have less detours. I will see you in the next episode.